Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Listen, we all know that uh, tactically, Joe Douglas made a mistake with the Jets. Uh, they probably... You know, you can never assume a poor guy is going to rip his Achilles three plays into the season. But, you know, he was 38, 39, he's 40, 39 years old. So it wasn't like he was a spring chicken. And injuries always do happen. Uh, the Jets left their cupboard bare as far as the quarterback, backup quarterback slot goes. And uh, they did not foresee, and this is where Douglas, the GM, made a mistake. They did not foresee what they would have to do to, if something happened to, uh, uh, to, uh, Aaron uh, to uh, Rodgers and what they would do at the position to sort of, you know, keep their team above water. Now, they didn't think he'd rip his Achilles. Maybe they thought a concussion, uh, the game or two, Wilson can, you know, get the job done. He is a former number one pick. And I actually thought that after Rodgers got hurt two Monday nights ago, that I would think that the Jets at least uh, would be able to keep their head above water and fight for a, you know, a 8 9, 9 8 periphery playoff scenario in the AFC East. So I was one who thought that Wilson would be able to, you know, do enough things to go out there and, you know, with a good defense and a good ground game, do enough things. And I know the schedule was brutal and I didn't expect them to beat Dallas, but I did expect them to go out there and be a little bit more competitive at the position than they have been. And they have not been competitive at the position in these first two games. Again, it's you can't blame them for the Dallas game. Nobody cares about the three fourth quarter interceptions they were losing the game anyway the defense was atrocious so uh, I'll forget the Dallas game this past game you know he had the one drive he didn't play well I mean you know he took the safety and the offensive line's overrated anyway but he took the safety and the fourth and ten two yard completion on the game's last possession wasn't bright so from that so a second to last possession so from that standpoint because they had the Hail Mary in the end zone so uh, from that standpoint you know he's been basically inept now uh, the thing that and, and the Jets deserve some grief here because in the off year they did not do a good job I mean uh, listen I thought it was the right move but as it turns out I'd be wrong too they did not do the the correct thing as far as the backup quarterback is concerned they did not put a guy in there who at least uh, from a standpoint of you know being competitive could keep the team in the game and make a play or two once in a while and there were guys out there that they at least could have made a run at that the Jets did not do now that doesn't mean a guy like Andy Dalton or Minshew would have come here to play because remember a quarterback like Dalton he wants to go to a team that has a young quarterback he's got a better chance of playing he comes to New York with Rodgers he knows unless something catastrophic happens he's never getting into a game when he goes to Carolina in Minshew's case Indianapolis who draft number one uh, young players with their first-round pick at the position, quarterback, he's got a chance to play. Quarterback may not be ready, gets off to a bad start. You know, he's got a chance to play three, four games. And that's exactly what's happened with um, with both of them, not because of injury, not because of poor play, but that's what's happened uh, to both those two guys specifically. And that's the sort of quarterback that the Jets could use. But those two were not going to go play for the Jets regardless because of the idea that they, as I just said, they want to have an opportunity to, 
to back up the young player, which gives them sort of a mentorship role. Number one. You can't mentor Rodgers, which gives them a mentorship role, number one. And number two, gives them a little better opportunity to get in there and maybe play some. And so uh, nobody thought that necessarily meant that the Richardson especially would be a starter there in week one. So, uh, But still, Douglas uh, didn't do a good job of providing his coach a solution at that position if something catastrophic or even if something just routinely happened to a starting quarterback and for that he deserves a lot of abuse and uh, he's put Salah in an impossible task because Salah every week has got to go in front of the media uh, a ferocious media in New York who you know basically wants you know uh, and the fan base who wants Zach Wilson skinned alive tarred and feathered go think uh, you know uh, go remember the old um uh, the old show that uh, Giannotti did uh, with uh, wait, wait, no, and he played John Adams. I mean, that wonderful HBO documentary. Oh, it wasn't a documentary. It was an actual series in which they tarred and feathered, you know, British folks in Boston. I mean, that's what the Jet fan wants now with Wilson. And, uh, you know, listen, I'm not sure where they were going to go to get a backup. I know nobody seems to want Carson Wentz. I don't know where Haneke is. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan is in a broadcast booth. I, I, I don't know they maybe could have kept Mike White whatever the case Douglas left the Jets and left his coach hanging uh, you know holding the bag if in fact something happened to Rodgers and that's exactly what's happened so now Salah's got to go on and meet the media two or three times a week if not more he's got to meet him Sunday he's got to meet him Monday he's got to meet him Wednesday I'm not sure how many uh, does he meet him every day whatever it might be but he's got to meet the media basically you know uh, on a daily basis trying to tell everybody that you know we still believe in a quarterback and he's going to get better and this that and the other so it puts him in an impossible spot and they got a fan base right now and i see him all the time i live here who is just absolutely you know they don't care who plays anybody but wilson they'd have me play they just they, they want him out they have seen enough. Now, the Jet fan is not being fair because no matter what occurred, once the fourth play of the season happened and Rodgers got hurt, the Jet season, now I didn't think so two weeks ago, so I'll take the blame there. But once that occurred, it appears that the Jet season went up in flames. So no matter who they brought in, you know, to man the position for the season, this, the team was going to be bad. They were not going to win. I mean, you know, they'd be maybe a little more competitive and quote-unquote more watchable, but they weren't going to win. There was not the quarterback out there, whether it's Dalton, Matt Ryan, Brian Hoyer, Wentz, Haneke, uh, Jacoby Brissett, you name any of these backups, even Mike White, who was going to be able to go in there for Rodgers and, you know, win 10, 11 games and make the playoffs. So the season was blown up once Rodgers fell down and it season's fourth play that's the bottom line from a jet fan perspective and that's a very difficult scenario for a jet fan because the jets have sat there forever and you know they have had one great year the year they won it in super bowl three uh and i'll get the name within a minute they've had the one great year and for the most part they've been a star-crossed franchise for a long long period of time with lots of issues throw in the idea that they've been unlucky this is the second quarterback in a quarter of a century that they lost against the same team and the same building with the same injury when they were favored to have big years Testaverde in 99 and now this. And that's unlucky. You had two quarterbacks in 25 years go down with the same injury when they were supposed to be real good teams. One with Parcells and one, of course, this year. That is, I mean, that's, I mean, for a Jet fan, that's a disaster. 
And the Jets, not exactly, you know, they did go to a couple of championship games under Rex Ryan and a championship game under Walt Michaels. Uh, but uh, there's been too many Mark Gastineau's and late hits on Vinny and uh, Bernie Kosar's for the Jets fan to stomach. So as a result, the Jet fan right now feels doomed. But I don't think that we need Joe Namath, and that's the idea of this beginning brushback or monologue. I don't think we need Joe Namath to go on, and I love Namath, and I've known Namath forever. We've had him on a million times, and he's a very good guy. Always says hello, signs autographs. He's always been a very, very good guy. The Susie Colbert scenario, would, uh, you know, regardless, he's been an excellent guy. But do we need Joe going on radio? And I love Kay. But we need Joe going on Michael Kay's radio show, basically calling Zach Wilson's play disgusting. And, you know, he's got to get out of there, get him out of there tomorrow. I mean, listen, I understand that nobody likes the kid. And, you know, some of this he brought on on himself based on the idea that he was awfully cocky coming in. And he said some things when he was benched last year that were unbecoming for a professional football player. It's not my fault, blah, blah, blah. I mean, after the New England game, which, you know, bothered that locker room. But, I mean, geez, we got to have Joe Pyle on now. This is what we got to have. An 80-year-old man go on a radio show in New York and basically say that the Jet quarterback is a disaster. A young quarterback trying to find his footing. And the Jets can't say anything to Namath. Woody Johnson can't. Salah can't. And Joe Douglas can't. Because Joe Namath is the one beacon light in the history of the franchise. So what Namath says, I mean, you know, the Jet fan and the Jet ownership and front office and coaching staff and players, and whether they agree or not, disagree vehemently, they have to keep their big fat mouth shut. What are they going to say? They're going to knock Joe Willie Namath? Namath's the reason they are the Jets. He won the biggest game in the history of the NFL for this franchise in in January of 69 when he was a 17-point underdog. So if Namath, and he's a, a Hall of Famer who was battered and bruised, who played hurt, was a great college quarterback at Alabama, who has been nothing but a Jet stalwart for his career. So if Namath wants to say something, you know, you can allow him. You can't, you're going to have to put up with it if you're Woody Johnson. The problem is, is that Zach Wilson has been destroyed by every Jet fan that I know of and killed, again, tarred and feathered. And the last thing the kid needs, I actually feel sorry for him. And the, the last thing he needs is Joe Willie to go on a big radio program on the Jet station and sit there and say, you know, and they basically call the guy incompetent and get him out of here, not tomorrow, yesterday. I mean, that's a tough spot. Jeez, makes you feel bad for Wilson. And I'm not a Wilson fan. And that was obviously her horrendous draft pick. And all those people out there, and Chris Sims, this is you, all those people out there who basically thought that Zach Wilson was the second coming of Patrick Mahomes, and I read you, and I heard you, and all you did was tell us how great he was going to be, they got egg in their face. How am I supposed to uh, take you seriously when you evaluate the next college quarterback? I always had problems with him because his competition was a disaster. BYU, he played one meaningful game in college and lost it at Coastal Carolina. I never took him seriously. But the Jets and the Jet front office fell in love with his arm and his quickness and thought Mahomes, and a lot of the media guys jumped on board. So I'm not a big fan. I mean, you know, and the Jets have... Tried this quarterback carousel with draft picks in the past. Have we forgotten about Sam Donald? But, I mean, it comes a point. You got to, you know, I mean, geez. I mean, how many times are you going to treat him as a panada? I mean, eventually you got to say, you know what, geez, let him play. Uh, Tim Boyle is not the answer. 
Okay? Matt Ryan is stuck in that booth with Tiki and Catalan. He's going nowhere. You know, he's, he, he's making a fortune. He's made a fortune. He's nice and healthy. He's got his private planes. He goes to the ball games. He gets in and out in three and a half hours and makes a couple of million bucks a year. And he's not going to go play for the New York Jets. So that's not happening. Wentz, for whatever the reason, you know, he wore out his welcome in two cities. Nobody wants to go near him either. He's poison. So it's not like you're going to, and Tim Boyle, I mean, God, he didn't make the team out of training camp. Uh, all of a sudden, a Jet fan wants Tim Boyle to play. All right, you play him, and then he stinks for a couple of weeks. Then what are you going to do? Go back to Wilson again? I mean, the Jets are in an impossible situation, partly because Joe Douglas did a very poor job. And listen, before I go crazy, I would have done the same thing. Now, he is paid to evaluate. I'm not. But I would have done the same thing. I would have sat, you know what? I let Roger, I let uh, Wilson sit back and watch. Hopefully he learned something. We'll play Rodgers for a couple of years. And maybe if we're so fortunate, we'll go back to Wilson come uh, in 2027. Something like that. Well, I mean, that was the game plan. Little did they know that against the Bills, he go down. And now Wilson's thrown into the fire. And he's ill-prepared. Nathaniel Hackett is, is not Don Coriel. All right? And he never lets Wilson throw the ball. I mean, how many times did they run the ball on first and 10 last Sunday? Now, I mean, uh, I got to look at game film. Did he have guys wide open that he just, you know, he couldn't pull the trigger? All I know is they ran the ball an awful lot on first and 10. You can't play around your quarterback in 2023 NFL football. This is not the 1930s in Sid Luckman. You cannot or 40s. You cannot play around a quarterback. Eventually, you got to throw a course for the win and let him make some plays. And the Jets are afraid to do that. They're trying to win every game 13-10. So far, it hasn't worked. But boy, do we got to listen to Joe Willie? You know, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, go on radio and basically destroy Zach Wilson? Joe, there is nobody else. What do you want Salah to do? There is no other quarterback available. Okay? You're not coming out of the clouds. There's nobody available. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.